Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. Two more murders, 15 miles away. Arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. Thanksgiving is a time for a family to gather together, eat, drink, and reflect on what you're thankful for. On November 26, 2009, a man spent the day with his family. After dinner, he calmly walked outside, retrieved a gun from his car, came back, and a massacre began. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Paul marriage came from a large family. And, like most families, the marriages got together in Jupiter, Florida at the home of their cousins, the Sittens, for the 2007 Thanksgiving holiday. While there, the family began talking and spending time together gathered around the piano while six-year-old Michaela sang and danced for the family. Paul sat while the Thanksgiving meal was served, eating nothing and speaking to no one. After the meal was finished, he quietly went outside, removed a gun from his car, and came inside and silently opened fire. In total, of the 16 family members present, five were killed. His sisters, twins Lisa Knight, who was pregnant, and Carla Marriage, elderly aunt Ramon Joseph, and six-year-old Michaela Sitton. His brother-in-law, Patrick Knight, and Clifford Gibara were both shot, but survived the massacre. He then pointed the gun at his uncle, and the gun failed to fire, and promptly turned around and walked away, stating, I have been waiting 20 years to do this. There were no arguments, no red flags, and the killing came as a complete shock. Paul left the upscale home, fled to the Florida Keys, swapping out his license plate and hiding out in a motel room while a nationwide manhunt ensued. His plan was to kill himself, but just five weeks later, Paul Marriage was found after the owner of the motel he was hiding in recognized his picture and turned him in. He was taken into custody on January 2nd, 2010. So, what made Paul Marriage seemingly snap and kill the members of his family? Even all of these years later, it's not totally clear. Paul Marriage was an honors student and varsity athlete at a prominent Miami prep school. He studied at the University of Miami and was fully supported financially by his parents. Then he, according to his mother, had a nervous breakdown at 19. He battled with severe depression and obsessive-compulsive disorder. He suffered from insomnia, obesity, and his OCD caused him to repeatedly bathe, shave, and struggle to hold a job. 
He apparently attempted to kill himself during this time and threatened the life of one of his sisters. Despite all of these issues, the surviving members of his family could not find a specific trigger or argument that made him buy firearms and prepare for the holiday massacre. Paul Marriage was brought to trial in August of 2011. He was indicted on four counts of first-degree murder and three of attempted murder. Jim Sitton, father of Michaela, and John Walsh himself called the judge to ensure that Paul be executed for his crimes. And his parents, who financially supported him his whole life, refused to hire him a private attorney and left him to be represented by a public defender. During the trial, Paul Marriage pleaded guilty in order to avoid the death penalty. He was, in exchange, given seven consecutive life sentences. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 27th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.